you you want to try to chop him up into a hundred pieces and see a hundred of him you, grow back you out are, of each piece you are a monster mr gonzalez you are a monster i would i would probably go evil scientist I probably would like let's let's chop off his head, leave it intact, and let's see if his body grows back a head, and if his head grows back a body, and we get two of them. Hi there, and welcome to Hav and Charles Talk Comics, Season 2, Episode 4. Today, Hav and I will be talking about, and I've already blanked, and it's written on the screen here, The Old Guard and Starman. <laughs> Hav suggested I read a Starman arc from, actually, it's really a young comic for Javier. It, it was in the 90s, and I suggested he read The Old Guard, which is a much newer comic, uh, comic that I'm sure Hav will have the date on, but I forgot. Hi, Huff. Yeah. Hey, Charles. How are you? I'm great, man. I No, it, I do have it. It's February of 2017. So, yeah. Holy very, crap. This, this millennia. Yeah, this millennia. And they already made a movie out of it on Netflix. Yeah, they, they fast-tracked the crap out of that. Well, I don't know if you've heard. Comic book movies are kind of big. What? Yeah. Yeah. I know you don't realize that because all you've watched is your favorite movie, Dark Phoenix. Over and over and over again. And someday you might finish it. Yeah, man, I tell you, it's just enthralling there so much so that I just either nod off or just like, I'm going to watch something else. (laughs) Whereas I just managed to watch it the one time all the way through and I never have to put myself through that again. (laughs) Uh, Although you have said the last like hour or whatever. The last 45 minutes shows that it could could have been a mediocre movie and if they had done better for the whole thing instead of what they did which i can't even i I mean mediocre doesn't even describe it i don't know what they were trying for i don't know how they ended up with that i don't want to research it i don't want to watch it again to try to figure it out but i i do remember when i watched it that it got better and I mean, again, faint praise, it got better than it was as, as it got to the end. Now, also in fairness, I may have been drinking when I was watching it. I can't, I can't remember. So I also might have gotten enough alcohol in me to think it was a watchable movie. That's fair. Yes. Sure. Sure. Now, I just, I, I, I've watched, I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure I've watched all of it in like five or to seven different tries. Okay. Like it's just on TV sometimes and I'll put it on the background. I'm like, oh, it's on. Let me, let me, oh, look, I, this is kind of where I left off last time. And then uh, sure enough, I'll just, it's really easy for me to get distracted with that movie because I just, it's, for whatever reason, the X-Men movies, I I liked a lot of them a lot. And then some of them just like, oh, what, what are y'all doing? Not so, enough Cyclops. Exa- well, there's that. I mean, they killed Cyclops. Not in, quickly uh, enough. In that one. The last, the last one of the original three. And in like fairness, right it was just such a bad way to kill. I mean, the whole, the whole thing. But I guess it did stop him from marrying a woman that looked just like her. Not long yeah. after she died at Wolverine's hands. Yeah, there's that whole arc too. And from the comics, you're <laughs> absolutely right. Just like, hey, Madeline Pryor looks just like your dead wife or dead girlfriend. I don't think they were ever married and, before and that. You know, and you know, if Fox had done that, they'd have just cast the same actress 
to do that. And then they did then they did a multiverse Jean Grey and she'd have been playing two parts and actually now I want him to do that. Now it could you see? Now you're MCU, talking yourself baby. into it. Yeah, I'm totally talking myself into it. Okay, so let's go down this a little further. You 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 tweeted or you you forwarded something to me where they had Henry Cavill dressed up in a really bad CGI mock-up of Cyclops. In fairness, I never looked at the CGI mock-up. It didn't load when I did it. I just sent okay. it to you to kind of just go they're trying to cuz I've been coming around. Admittedly, I've been coming around on Cyclops a little bit. Yeah, But then fans are trying to go, this is who we want in the MCU as Cyclops. And all I can think of is, no, no, I'm, and you, you pointed out to me that you like, which is fine. You can like him. That's fine. I've just, he's just never done anything for me. And yet he's this supposed, I'm doing finger quotes so Hav can see, supposed giant movie star and and maybe he is i'm not i'm not saying that i just don't get it most of the time with a movie star even if i don't like him i get it i do not get it with him henry cavill you're speaking of yeah I, our most recent well big screen superman yes and i did i was i really liked man from uncle that they did with him and army hammer i um, remember seeing the trailer for that thinking i would like it and then never saw it and he was really good in it. And But you know what? Besides Superman in that movie, I've never seen The Witcher. I've heard people love that show on the Netflix. I watched the first episode. Ooh, that doesn't seem like a good thing. It wasn't bad. It wasn't okay. bad. I just did, I, I didn't get into it. I, I keep saying, hey, I'll go back to it. But I never played the game, so maybe I don't have the base for it. I'm not knocking it. But again, he doesn't do anything for me. So it's not like, okay, it's it can't be star-driven if he's in it to me. I can't go, well, I just, I just want to watch him. Because he's in it. Because he's in it. So that, that's, not a, that's not a selling point for me. And with what he did with Superman, I'm like, man. Now, granted, I know whose fault that is, but still. Uh, hey, look, I'm not, not, I'm not getting on you for, hey, like we've talked about many times, your opinion, I get it. It's just, yeah. I, I, look, I, and I'm not one to say, Mr. Feige, if you don't, I'm not one of those fans. They don't do, you know, put my vision of how and who Cyclops should be on the big screen. I'm going to start a hashtag and a cult in protest. It's just, I, I just, I'm, I will be interested to see how Feige and the powers that be at the MCU, Disney, get everybody from the X Men community universe into the MCU because I. Look, I trust him at this point. They they they've built up enough trust, I think, to let him do what they will with these with these properties and characters. But yeah, you know, if it's him, okay, I, let's see. I I will say though, are you sure? Because I mean, they didn't do as great a job as you expected with your absolute all time favorite comic run, The Eternals. I thought they did a very good job with what they had for the twenty ninth time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we just went down a long winding road there. Speaking of Marvel properties, though, because you got me thinking of this, somebody just was tweeting on the comic book Twitter, and I don't remember who. Hey, I, I saw on Disney Plus that that Inhumans, the TV show, is on there. Should I check it out? And it was pretty unanimous. The uh, consensus on the feed was, yeah, nah, nah, oh, not oh their God. best effort. Oh, God, should we watch that? No. Okay. Have you watched it? No, I have not. No, it, it's one of those the except the, the it's the exception that makes the rule because yeah. guess well, what? Well, you have to not infallible. You you got to understand those are two different groups that were doing that that were doing the TV and that were doing the movies. They weren't really as connected as everything else they've done. And secondly, the Inhumans are fucking stupid. 
Oh my God. You just don't like Jack Kirby properties. Did he come up with the, Oh, oh look. Yeah. Oh dear Lord. I, <laughs> okay. Well, evidently he's a great now, artist. There's, there's a lot of interplay between, I want to say there's a lot of themes and stuff in play and, or in common between Inhumans and, but Hey, look. X-Men and X-Men Inhumans and, and X-Men. X-Men, but also the, you know, the origins of the Inhumans goes back to, I think some dabbling by some people back way when, cause they're not mutants back in the original yes. inc- incarnation. No, they, they are Cree. Yeah. So free. there you go. This is, this is all back to Jack Kirby's fucked by an alien fetish. <laughs> So it's the same thing with the internals. That Chariots of the Gods thing was huge back then. I, I know, and he got off on it. Look, I, what he what he did in the privacy of his own home is 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 unbeknownst to me, and I'm not going. I'm not one to speculate about such matters. But anyways, so hey, man, how you doing? Pretty good. I'm I'm thinking Rule Thirty Four has something on the internet called "fucked by an alien." <laughs> okay. I, I, I mean, seriously, I, it, it has to exist. So, well, thank you, so, everyone, for listening to Hob and Charles Talk Comics. This has been a short one today. And Oh, wait, no, we haven't <laughs> talked about the comic. <laughs> that was our podcast. <laughs> uh, we just blew it. Hey, real, since we're just going on, I did watch The Batman, to put this in some kind of time context for everybody. I just watched it, was that last weekend? Uh, last I Sunday. Think? Yeah. Like, and, a week uh, from today, because this is the next Sunday. And it came yeah, out. So, that, it came out that weekend, right? You went first weekend. Yeah. Okay. So spoiler free. I'm just gonna say I, I give it a big thumbs up. I have not watched it because, as everyone knows, I do not like Batman. Hav is not. I do. I like Batman. Everybody likes Batman. Like I like Batman. I like stuff. I like lots of stuff. I like your flash shirt you're wearing. Thank you. Thank you very much. I, uh, I I like I I like the fact in an amusing way that they're going to use Flashpoint to rewrite the schlock that. Schneider did the DC universe and that's why it's taking so damn long to write it they're looking at everything that's gone on and they're like yeah but 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 what if we changed everything did you did you watch peacemaker yes I did yes I did okay it's been out for a fair amount of time I think especially I re- by the time this drops yeah I really did you like the cameo at the end I did like the cameo again I did <laughs> the too. fish fucking thing cracked me up uh-huh Oh, and the Twitter, the Twitter bros got all bent out of shape about that. Really? Some of them I saw. Yeah, oh, because well, of course I, they did. Some people, although not comics gate or Snyderverse supporters, whatever, they they can't help but comment on those folks' tweets when they're they, some some people got so bent out of shape. Oh, what are you doing, perpetuating the stereotype? And everybody's like, calm down. Peacemaker Junior, is an like, asshole. I mean, good lord. And I mean, Jesus. The Flash. Well, but then Barry says yeah, no, something, no, too. Like, well, well, it's true. Isn't that what he said? Yeah. It's it's true, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> not what I heard or something. Yeah. No. Uh. So, yeah. So when last we left our heroes, and our heroes in this situation being me and you, Charles, I suggested reread Starman from way back last millennium in, in the year 1994 is when this came out, Starman. And you suggested... We read the first volume of Old Guard, which is something I don't know that I'd ever heard of, really. So it was cool to, to find something brand spanking new and shiny that I could dive into with no no preconceptions or anything. So if we do what we usually do, yep. we, we usually start with, the, with uh, we're going to start with Starman, not to be confused 
with the Jeff Bridges, Karen Allen movie from the early 80s, Starman. But this is a comic book that goes back to the, the comic book character that actually, the original one goes back to the Golden Age. So what, right off the bat, let me just ask you, what'd you think? So, Starman, that you made me read. So it's, it's one of your picks. I really liked it. I mean, I okay. really did. I really enjoyed that comic book. Cool. Yeah. It, it had a lot of themes, so we can talk about that which I know one of our listeners will be very excited about. We yeah. have, we have, sorry, that was, that was mean. It was a really nice updating of a golden age comic into the, whatever the fuck the nineties were, because that was, I will say, although it was not as extreme, he did have the jacket when he updated he- the, I, in case there are people that don't remember or people that don't haven't listened to it, if anyone's listening to this podcast, well, I mean, nobody's listening right now, but Hav, since we're recording it right now, but in the future, when you're listening to this podcast, back in our very first episode of this podcast, we were discussing that neither one of us read during the 90s, or as Hav put it, the, and I put it, the extreme 90s, where everything was turned up in extreme and Hav mentioned the jackets, and everybody had jackets. And then when we got to the second part of Black Hammer in episode two, they did a extreme version of Abraham Slam from Black Hammer, and he had the extreme jacket. And in this, when the and I'm jumping ahead, when the new Starman starts to build his costume, he has a leather jacket with zippers on it. <laughs> Sure does. I mean, all he needed was all the pouches, like around his belt and around uh-huh. his thigh, and just random pouches. But it was it was a thing. Oh yeah, you and know? the welding so, goggles. He also had welding goggles because precursor of steampunk. <laughs> I was gonna say, which I thought looks pretty darn cool, and and I, I do. I, no, and I, I, I you know what? You should absolutely always, wear that to the next time we go to a bar. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. Well, I'm gonna have them. Yeah, no, like, on your head. Yeah, you can't put them in your. They 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 reside on your forehead until they're needed. They're not needed in the bar, but you have to be ready. Well, but you, did you notice that he gives a reason for it? Of in course, the he gives a reason for it. Because he's flying in the air in the high altitude, and you know he needs to protect the eyeballs. In fairness, if you are flying, you do need to wear some sort of eye protection. I'm. I was not arguing with that. I'm just saying his choice of. I have the these. Protective eyewear I wear when I'm uh, woodworking that work quite fine. Now, they're not that cool as welding glasses. Well, and, and the steampunk thing, I, look, it's not like our house is decorated in steampunk or anything, but I'm not anti-steampunk. Hav is not, not telling the truth here. His entire house, they just remodeled, and his entire house is steampunk. I'm afraid to go in there. There's all sorts of sharp edges and pointy things sticking out of stuff. It's like an ocean nightmare in here. <laughs> like if if you drop something on your foot, you could cut off some toes. Because unless you got steel-toed boots on, because otherwise it, something's coming off. So yeah, well, hey, I'm glad that you liked it. A little background, I guess, maybe is yeah, in order. Sure. Uh, we, we, we could talk about it. Yes. So this all starts with Golden Age character called guess what starman who is so the, the new starman is jack knight eventually that we read about a lot in this uh, of course it's it's his comic book but his dad is ted knight goes back to the golden age and speaking of golden age that comic book we read that starman was in golden age and they give like a, an abbreviated origin and i i didn't do the research google but i'm pretty sure that appearance in golden age 
predates this run and kind of spawned or it, you know, got people thinking, Hey, let's, let's, uh, let's do an update on Starman. What was the, it was the original authors. It was the author of yeah. golden age did this, which was, I went into it. Cause you mentioned when we, when we read the golden age, when we did the podcast on that, that they had done a Starman arc and cause I kind of liked the Starman character in that I did not like the original Starman character in this. The the brother or the, the dad? The dad, the original Starman character. I did not care for him, but I don't think I was supposed to because one of the themes of this is fathers and sons and brothers. It is a very family theme, and it was very well done for the 90s. No, I... <laughs> <laughs> you can't help but put that caveat on it. No, I... No, it hold, the, the whole comic holds up other than the fact that it was written in the 90s. You can tell it was written in the 90s or drawn in the 90s, but I liked the art. I They faked me out in the very beginning because when it first starts out, all we see is the new Starman. And he's yeah. doing just a cop-out Batman shtick. No, it's it's awesome. It, it, and he's using his dad's old... It's, it's, it's a, a Starman using the original Starman uni... Oh, it looks uh, awful. He's perched on a building talking about how he likes causing pain to criminals. And I truly did not like him. And he had just beat, he just beat up some muggers or something. And he's up there doing the Batman pose on a building while monologuing and in, in, doing an internal monologue. And then he's killed. Yeah, I was going to say, this is not something they hold back. This is the first issue, like first few pages. I'm like, I just sent you the screenshot. It's And my my, my little title of the screenshot is titular hero dies in first issue whoops <laughs> i i didn't read that i i've got yeah. him here but i didn't read that because i i was it, it was it was a brilliant fake out I, because i immediately started reading this and thinking i'm not going to like this and then they're like ha 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 psych he's dead and i'm like okay and then they had me i legitimately it was a great way to open this because it completely went from a what the fuck i am not going to enjoy this comic book to holy fuck i'm going to enjoy this comic book yeah see no, i do good like job. huh i do like dark things this was a dark fucking comic book it, it was and but you know what like we've said before you can do the dark balanced every not again not everything has to be dark and you've pointed out i propose lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of dark things it's okay so, oh, the writer, real fast, since we mentioned the same writer as Golden Age, James Robinson. I don't remember who the artist was, but the uh, the artist uh, is Tony Harris in this. And I don't know if it's You a don't remember person. who the artist is, but then you named the artist? Do you mean you did the Golden Age? You don't remember yeah. the Golden Age? Okay. Correct. I, Correct. Sorry. And the other thing I wanted, speaking of the art, there are some beautiful painted covers on this first, on the on this run that I don't know if you got to see at the end of the collection we read that are just gorgeous that I think at least to me, and this is how I operate. If I saw that cover on a stand, I'm like, I, I want to check this out because they, they are downright beautiful. So there's that. So it's yeah. Al- so it's almost like that's the point of the cover, right? To try to get you to, to maybe pick it up or something. Yeah. So yeah, Starman at the beginning is, is David Knight who summarily gets shot and killed in, in issue one in like the first few pages. And then his younger brother, Jack Knight, has to take up the mantle well, and goes a completely different the, visual the, way but with he it. He doesn't have to take it. This is also the fight of what's your destiny. So there's another theme of you were destined for something that you're refusing to do. Yeah. Which is only yeah. real in comic books because none of us are destined to do anything. 
But not only did they kill him, they attempted to kill Jack. Yes. So, and his dad. Well, and his dad. Except, no, they, they purposely weren't trying to kill his dad. Right. We find right. out the we, bad we, guy. We find out, yeah. So there, there is an attack on all three of them. They end up burning down all his, 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 his observatory where he does all of his scientific experiments and gets him to the hospital. Jack is, I believe, shot or gets away before he's shot and they're trying to kill him. And then we've there's obviously a bad guy involved in this and I'm sure Hobbs going to spoil it. So it's just one of his old enemies and his two kids. Yeah. They Who, reveal it pretty on no, pretty know. early on. Yeah. In the, in well, you arc. have to, you have to go. What the fuck, yeah. what the fuck's because, going on? Well, because the, this, this nemesis, I don't know if it's an arch nemesis. I don't know the history of Starman that well is he, the he, mist. He thinks he's the, his arch nemesis. Clearly he thinks that they've, they are the Batman and Joker. Yeah. We don't know if Starman does. Yeah. So, and the mist can't help himself. He calls Ted Knight in the hospital to announce his to announce his presence with authority. Yes. And says, "Hey, and tell I'm him gonna, I killed both your sons." Yeah, I, I, and I'm going to make you suffer. And this is my thing now. And mm-hmm. classic, you know, superhero bad guy stuff where he's he can't help but say, "Hey, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm doing. Here's who I am." And right. you can't do anything about it. We're going to monologue. Yeah. And then, yeah, then it's you get to see Jack. Oh, the interaction between Jack and his dad, you find out one of the issues that the dad has with Jack is that Jack reminds him so much of Jack's mom, his dad's wife, obviously, dead mom. And that's, you know, they're, they're alike in so many ways. The mom was big into history. There's a huge history section wing of a museum that his mom endowed or something or, yes. or helped found that... It's yeah, also it was, part it's of the attack. Down and it's named after her. It's the catalyst for him becoming Starman, sort of, because that what the mist tells him is first he's killed his son. He's gonna he's killed his sons. He's going to wipe out his wife's legacy and destroy her in his mind. And then finally, once he's taken everything from him, he's going to kill him. Right. And he had sent Starman sends Jack away. He says, you have to get out of town. You cannot stay here. Now, and we also have to talk about Jack is a junk dealer. I'm sorry. A re- it's not even junk dealer. He's, he's Antiques. a... <sighs> retro Retro stuff. kitschy stuff is his yeah. thing. O- old vinyl. The, his leather jacket is a kitschy old school. Well, now it'd be old school because it's an extreme 90s jacket. But... Comic books? comic books he loves comic books old playboy magazines but i mean who doesn't love those right i know oh yeah because the yeah. articles are amazing exactly uh, yeah to, and there's one scene I, I think i did send it where his dad says hey go here is he is he does he go there to forget the because oh they're losing he, cosmic rods like like hotcakes by the way yes they were getting he, broken he went to he went he sends him he told he asked him if he had the files he gave him and he said yes i kept those like you asked he said well in that is a cosmic rod and something else a magic belt of some sort right so he goes and it's in order to protect him he says go get those and then get out of town and when he goes that's when he runs into another killer or the same killer the son of the mist who again attempps to kill him and fails who is, whose name is Kyle by the well, way, Kyle, the bad guy. Okay. Just so you know. 
I just thought that was funny. He didn't have like a superhero bad name like Miss Junior or something. He was just yeah. well, Kyle. They lived in suburbia. We watched. We talked about that. It's like the whole Red Skull and his family living in suburbia. It's the mist that he took. He took some time out to raise his kids. Right. Sure, he raised them evil, but what you going to do? So there's that part, and then there's also the part where the dad sends him to a massive storage unit type thing or warehouse where his dad's collected all this old stuff in Jackson's in heaven. Yes. Because it's after Jack's, Jack's shop gets blown to pit to bits when he's attacked. Yeah. And he's he's like, ah, oh, now I got to find new junk to sell. Uh, so there's that whole thing. So yeah, what else? Oh, the mist. Oh, so there's two, two, two kids for the mist. There's Kyle, the son, and the daughter who's got a stutter, uh, is Nash. And so it's Kyle and Nash. So Nash gets a fairly cool name, but... Kyle. Kyle. But and in Nash, fairness, in okay. fairness, you don't need a cool name because of what happens to Kyle. Yeah, and I took a screenshot of that. That might leave a mark. Uh, yeah. So, but earlier on, before the, the big showdown, eventually there's a big showdown between Kyle because yes. Kyle steals the cosmic belt. And is where and it starts evil evil doing with the with the cosmic belt. Yeah, they're they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot of things across the city. They're just a massive crime spree, just destroying the city, turning it into as another character that we're going to meet calls Gotham. They're they're making Opal City more like Gotham. No, and they and they did a they made a point of saying that under the protection of Starman all these years. As opposed, and they 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 rattle off some cities like Gotham, Keystone, and maybe one more. This one is relatively safe and like a good place to raise a family because it's of relatively because of Starman. It's relatively crime free, so th- that that well, was kind of cool. I, I I did have I don't know if you mentioned in remembered in the beginning during the pontification internal monologue it was talking about the founding of opal city how the founder of opal city took the gem fortune he made in africa and brought it to make this wondrous modern city in america and i'm sitting there going this gem miner okay we like bl- blood diamonds blood diamonds and yeah there, there are no good guys doing that by the way so this city is built on from money made from just horrible awfulness I mean, hey, whoa, 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 Shay, don't worry about it. Elon Musk leveled horror. Oh, yes, you do know he's a, he's a. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. That drives drives me crazy when he, you know, these people that are his his huge whatever fanboys and girls that, oh, he bootstraps and came from nothing. It's like, no, he comes from blood diamond money and was independently wealthy when he was a kid. He's a super villain. His brother is a billionaire. You you don't get two brothers that are billionaires that both bootstrapped themselves up. Why right. they were they were on, they they only started with hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, so like calling the kids of of the Walton guy that started Walmart like oh they're just salt of the earth people. Uh, they may still live in Arkansas, <laughs> but they're 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 they ain't like you and me. So oh, Lord. Elon Musk is a super villain. Well, he does like to put weird stuff into space for some reason, like a car for no reason. Now, at talking, least it doesn't have like uh, yeah. bombs on it. I was talking to my dad. He wants to buy, not not a Tesla. He wants to buy a, uh, he's thinking about getting a hydro, hybrid because he needs a new car. And he was asking me about subsidies. And I I told him, I literally don't know if there are hy- subsidies on hybrids, but there are some on electric cars. 
and that it went me down the path of talking about Elon Musk. And recently, Elon Musk said that we need to get rid of subsidies for electric cars, that they, he, doesn't, he thinks we've reached a point where they don't matter. We should get rid of subsidies. We shouldn't give money to people. And as was pointed out online, the reason he feels that way is they're based on a certain number. And when a manufacturer reaches that number of produced, the subsidy goes away. There are no subsidies left on Tesla's. So right. he doesn't want other people coming into the market and getting a boost because people will buy those cars. So, it's a profit thing, Charles. I, I understand that. I just want to be perfectly clear who we're dealing with here. He. Oh, anyway, sorry. Okay. So, yeah. So That was, was our the, way too long moment of politics brought to you by the public library. The public library. Elon Musk would shut it down. No, wait. Uh, <laughs> He doesn't like free stuff. You should pay for your books. What else is going on here? So, oh, we get to meet the family of the cop, the, the offspring, the kids of the cop that the original Starman saved. Because he's in the hospital and he is guarded by a crew of Opal City police officers that are all siblings. The daughter is, is Hope O'Dare and it's the O'Dare brothers. Her and her two or three brothers are there because they have like a blood oath passed down to them from their dad. They, they, who, yeah, they, they, they've promised their dad that they will not let anything happen to Starman. So evidently in this area, everybody knows who Starman is. Yeah. No secret identity. It, it was Ted Knight. Then it was David Knight. And as soon as Jack shoves that pole up his ass, he is Starman too. And everybody knows it. I don't think that's how he got to be Starman. That's but not no, how you he, get the power? Okay. No, in fact, he just holds it in his hand. Oh, but also, oh. something interesting... He holds that big phallic rod, thing. and it makes him feel powerful. <laughs> it does. It, and he has to get a bigger one, remember? Yes, that's the one, right. The, the one is smaller. Yes. It's like a baton. Yes. He, and then he well, gets he the loses full, the like, little one, and then he demands a larger, more powerful wand, because it's all not, about the size. They're sending that's, a, not what, that, that's not what I heard. <laughs> there are lots of themes in this. How inadequate! Do, anyway, the the, te, the the Knight family not powered by the way. I mean, yes, the dad is a super scientist and and harnesses cosmic energy somehow to make the cosmic rod and belt, or cosmic rods and belt. But they're not to to the point where yeah, when David is internal monologuing at the beginning of this arc, he's just sitting up there and gets shot through the chest by an assassin. And you're uh, who we later to blame, baby. Oh wait, was that Kyle that shot him? I forget. Was it Kyle or Nash that shot him? I think it was Kyle. Yeah. Well, and then also, just real, not real fast, we're not rushing, but Nash, the sister, has a tussle with Jack when he's taken, you know, taken on her, and she pins him down and has him cornered, and she decides to let him go. He talks her out st yeah. yeah, story story over right there. Yeah. And she, like, sees mm. reason and is like, why am I Well, doing? actually, it's it's story development there. Yeah, I mean, it, because it, it, it was it was huge story developing because she doesn't kill him. She could have ended it. And then he puts down her brother like a dog. Yeah, it's a great panel where he just it, shoves the rod right into his chest and vaporizes and, him. Essentially. And that's how I know he killed his brother, because when that does happen, that's he's right. taunting him. I killed your brother and I'm going to kill you. And and he says, you didn't because they're talking is you don't even like you didn't even like your brother. And that's where you got that scene where he's killing him, and he says, "I didn't like my brother. I loved him, but and I." There's loved a him. nice, there's a nice flashbacks about him and his brother growing up, and just like yeah. any siblings, you know, there was good and bad. Yeah, 
He, he's and the it's younger. Sweet. He's the younger brother, and as you and I both know, the younger brother is always the whiniest little bitchy one, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. My brother's never going to listen to this podcast. My brother is. I know. I know. <laughs> so, sorry, Patrick. Your brother doesn't like comic books. He he read them a little bit. You know, I I think I mentioned to him I was doing the podcast. I don't know that I have. He's down in Austin. We we talk not as frequently probably as I'd like, but. Yeah, he, he, he used to, I know when he was getting into him four years younger than me, he was more into the Transformers, G.I. Joe, got into some Avengers, but then that wasn't, he was more, in, he got into sports cards, like heavy. Okay. Like, you know, trading, sport, you know, basketball, baseball, which was interesting. Not my, not my thing, but yeah, no, he did read some. I, I was uh, trying to come up with something dumb that Patrick got into, but I couldn't come up with something. I was going, oh, yeah, you know, Patrick got into it, but I had nothing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so eventually... Uh, oh, Pogs was what I was going to think of. Now, Patrick... Pogs. <laughs> that's not Did true. He? No, okay. no, he's he's not that young. I mean, Pogs, Beanie Babies? He was, <laughs> no, he didn't get into... <laughs> he, he didn't have any kind of weird hobby. <laughs> That'd be great. The, the, that would have been... I wish I'd have come up with Beanie Babies. That would have been... The, Patrick got a huge into Beanie Baby. We got an entire room at my parents' house that's just full of his Beanie Babies. They're go. going to be worth something someday, Mom. No. Again, Patrick didn't have any weird hobbies then. Ooh. Oh, he doesn't have a weird hobby now. Okay. He, if, <laughs> I can't I say. He'll, he'll cut off our website if I, if I say anything mean about him. That's true. Or he'll, or he'll write my biography. Your bio. Oh, I, I'm surprised he hasn't. That'd be awesome. I did. So, I did come up with one, and I was going to. I keep. I just have to write it down. It's in my head. I. I just have to write it and send it to him. You should do that. Yeah, and I'm going to rewrite yours. Oh, okay, sure. Why not? <laughs> we also meet the the other bad. Not big to your bad benefit. I'm going to rewrite I, it. I, not I, to your benefit. Oh, okay. That was assumed. Okay. I I, I, I figured. <laughs> I was. That's why I was like. Oh, I was like. You know what? I don't care. Go ahead. I think hopefully most people will know it's not factually accurate when it's rewritten so we eventually do meet the other big bad in this which is the shade which just i so dig his look and his attitude and he's he's ancient he's he's doesn't age but you also get to see his interaction with the mist which you also come to find out maybe is a little bit dawdling and maybe doesn't remember stuff quite so well. And at the end, when they're taking him away, I know I'm fast forwarding, but the, well, let me talk about the interaction between the mist and and, and the shade. He, the mist is talking to him about how he got, back in '72 he killed Wildcat with so and so, and the mist is like, eh, actually that was the Invisible Hood. It was '74, and that no. wasn't me that helped you kill him. It was Icicle. Well, no, you got it. You got it twisted. The what? mist is the mist is saying that he killed Wildcat. Oh right, sorry. Yes. So it, the, the, mist... the, the shade is telling him no, that's incorrect. It wasn't right. me. You didn't kill Wildcat. Wildcat is still alive. And talking about because the mist is aged and the shade hasn't. Correct. Because I'm sorry, the if shade, I flip those. Because the shade doesn't age. So we have the mist because he he says that to him. I don't age. So he is one of these uh, uh, immortal type weirdos so his evil is different he's not a good guy but he's also not this just i'm gonna burn everything to the ground and he doesn't like what the mist is doing he's it's almost like he's just more having fun like he's exactly bored. what it is he is well if you live forever you get bored 
And did you watch, probably not for our demographic, Stargirl on the CW? Yes. Okay, me too. The the mist in that very comic book accurate from this run. I think the actor the it, the, the approach the first, was was that that's a is that season two when he so. shows up? Yeah, because I only watched a first couple episodes. I'm waiting for it to hit HBO Max to okay, watch gotcha. watch it all because I watched the first couple episodes. I think of the second season. It's just fun. I know. It, it's, oh no, it's, it, it was a lot of fun. That first season was a lot of fun, and I may. I know it's high it schoolers. Again. It's high school set, but it's different than some other stuff. Where when I try to watch it, I'm like, yeah, this is just too juvenile and soap opery for me. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. But well, it, I just, it's the whole point of it is is to have fun with some of these again on their TV version, where they do have kind of an overarching person that knows how story works in a real way, Berlanti. They have a whole lot more fun in these shows at times, and they can have different themes throughout them without it being this o- overarching thing of everything's awful always. Right. And in the show, it is legacy, too, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, you know, because she gets the rod passed down from somebody else, mm-hmm. which this which eventually happens in the comic books. It's my understanding. I'd, I I yes. read a, some of this run back when it came out. I was going to say it happened a while back. It's yeah. Now it's Stargirl in the comics. Mm hmm. Right. So, but yeah, the shade I just thought is a cool bad guy, kind of bad guy. Because then, at the end, you have this weird interaction meeting between the shade and Jack, where the shade is like, "Hey, I'm going to give you some of my journals to read about the history of Opal City, dating back to like the 1800s." And I'm going to, in, in exchange, I'm going to what was the exchange? I'm going to help you out. I forget what that whole was about. Where Jack's like, "Yeah, okay, sure." I'll uh, I'll read your journals. I thought that was neat. I don't know. Yeah, I I'm I did not do it yet, but I am planning to read a little more of this because I really did enjoy this run, this beginning arc that we read. I, I Go ahead. everything it really did a good job with fathers and sons and brothers and family with the O'Dares. I liked that, and we get I I I talked about it when he murders the brother. They arrest the sister, Nash, and she sees him, and she is livid because she let him live, and he killed her, and he's going to regret it. So that's why she has a better name than Kyle, because <laughs> Kyle, Kyle I think of I think of South Park. Go ahead. Yeah, well, Kyle was not there for long enough to matter, and Nash needed a name that, that would work better. Well, and, and early on in their arc, she's got a... I'm not going to say debilitating stutter, but a pretty bad stutter. And when she's arrested, that stutter is gone. And she is a different, more evil person. And now you get you, you get you get that set up amongst many things in this arc. They speaking of building different things, you know, in this early six issues, they are setting up all sorts of stuff here. One of the things that we haven't touched on, he wanders into that new shop that's not a new shop that's on his block where there's this freaky deaky. In fact, I labeled it. She's freaky deaky. She uh, is. There's a cool full page uh, splash page where she's some kind of seer of things. And you don't, that's all you see of her. And I don't even remember if we get her name. If we do, I didn't write it down. But you know, there's going to be more of her for sure. Oh, I would hope so. And of course, I would hope you're going to see more of the O'Dares. Uh, oh, you have the, to the because family. he's going to he's going to be uh, dating hope. the female there. Yeah, hope. Yeah, hope. Obviously, uh, I mean, come on. 
Have you not or ever the, read a comic book before? Or there's a love triangle with the freaky deaky shop owner. You know. Oh, I was maybe. thinking a love triangle with the specter or the what was his name the 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 shade the shade or that. Yeah. And speaking of spe- setting stuff up, gosh, they set up so much. The Hawaiian shirt thing at the end. Oh yeah, that was just weird. Right. I, I, I was I getting like, like that. I forgot about that. But yeah, that was just kind of a throw in. Hey, why is this part of this arc? But we, what, whatever. Yeah. Well, it made me think of, for some reason, not for some reason, that made me think because it's so off the wall. It made me think of Doom Patrol. Like just kind of a weird t- Hawaiian shirt that's a portal to, to heaven. heaven. It's a portal yeah. to heaven. Yeah. They said that this billionaire is, is looking for it because this, the guy, this Hawaiian shirt artist made it and then disappeared and it's floated around all the world and it turns out and he sends his he sends his guy to go get it and he breaks into Starman's shop because that's where it is and he pulls a gun on him and he's like i'm going to give this to you don't make me kill you and he says what is it and he tells him he's like well i'll sell it to you <laughs> yeah that's great <laughs> defuse the situation <laughs> he's like you you will yeah it's a it's a curio shop. I think that's the word we're looking for. Yeah. Curio shop. I, I will, I, I can, I, it's what we do. You want to, your guy, you're a procurer. He wants to buy it. Let's make a deal. And then the billionaire disappears because he stepped into it and went to heaven, I guess. Something. Yeah. Which again, gives I, you... that's probably, that's probably going to come back. I, I, I mean, would, there, there's got to be more to that or it was just really weird. I mean, if, if that was, if that's it, it's that's like okay, cool. <laughs> Which no, it was. I, I, I didn't dislike it, but I I would expect more from that at some point. No, I think they're that's definitely <laughs> setting up something in the future. Then you also see at the end. Well, and it, let me let me back up just a little bit. So you get the whole hero beginning of the hero's journey where Jack's reluctant hero, not going to be a hero. In fact, then him and his dad have a good heart to heart where his dad says, "Look, it's not." that I don't like is just, you remind me too much of your mom, you know, and I hated that her. kind of thing. Yeah. And yeah, no. of course. No. And, and so Jack takes up the mantle, you get the big fight with the, the son of, of mist, but then uh, uh, you see all these other star men in, in, in some form of captivity, the two other ones, you remember that part? Yeah. Which was, which again, setting up something you get, I don't even remember their names or if I wrote them down, there's a guy in like a dungeon and then there's his, his name was Starman. Yeah, they're just Starman, I think. If, <laughs> no, yeah, they did have uh, names, but yeah, they had completely names. But they, and I was, and I am also Starman, and I am. Isn't that what yeah. they said? I am also Starman, Will, or I. There's am one Starman. that's Will Payton is one of them. I, uh, I wrote down that name. Okay. And the other one, I don't know that they gave a name. Yeah. So something's going on in the multiverse, I would guess. If I had maybe, to guess. or or there or there are other cosmic rods out there because there, there have been prior and other Starman. In fact, uh, you know, from the TV show. I want to say the Starman predecessor in that, in the comics, kind of the 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 analog or not, the, or where they borrow that from, was actually the Star Spangled Kid, and had the cosmic belt. Okay, but that's a bunny trail because uh, I did look into that a little bit. Anyways, what else did they set up? Oh, the end where he's in the cemetery, and guess who's there? Jack is is his dead brother. Yes, he has a he has a meeting with his dead brother, and they fight, and they talk, and they share stories, and it's very well, it, weird. 
it is weird. And there's one point where and, Jack kills him. Yes, Jack, and then goes not again. It's like okay. And then they promise. Then his brother promises to meet him once a year on this date. Yeah, which is a weird. I've never. I don't know. The, yeah, dead brother visiting you once. Not necessarily in that cemetery. He makes clear. Yes. Maybe no, it a, won't be there. A, no, they're going to pick somewhere else. He he, yeah. he he wasn't really happy about being in the cemetery. Which so. I thought was just weird and cool and fun. Yes. In a weird, dark way, but I I actually enjoyed it. It was like I said, I have nothing I liked this comic book quite a bit. I it was really well done. The only thing is just a dated thing, and that was the extreme costume. I mean that was literally because the fun part about that to me on top of that is how well it did it aged as poorly as golden age costumes because he was talking about how ridiculous the costumes were back then and then he pulls this crap which is the same crap that everyone in comics was doing and i don't know if that was i i almost think that was the writer and the artist having a good time on what was going on legitimately of okay we're going to make fun of the current costumes sure i'm going to give them credit for that because as well as this thing because i hadn't thought about that when i was reading it but as well as this comic was is as well as good a job as they did with this comic i could see that just being another let's let's do this let's make fun of the golden age while we also make fun of what's going on right now because some of the classic costumes are awesome Hey, who doesn't wear their underwear or underwear on the outside of their pants every once in a while? Please don't you know. stand up and show me that. Well, okay, I won't. I'm trying to think if there's any. Yeah, you know, I'm glad. Hey, let me just say this. I'm gonna chalk this one up for me. I'm okay. glad you liked it. I, uh, I, I, yes, chalk that up for me. You. Yeah, and I'm two out of four I'm ain't gl- bad. I'm glad that. That uh, I have no idea. You, I don't really remember. I, I I know I liked the first thing you suggested, and I liked this, and no one liked what you did last episode, and I can't remember episode two. Power. Well, I did. You did powers, and I did battle pope to start. Yes, I I know that. Yes, and then short term memory. Yeah, I can't remember season two, uh, episode two of season two. That wasn't She Hulk. The She Hulk we just did. Oh, Cosmic Odyssey and Spider Woman. Oh. I liked Cosmic Odyssey, so you're doing all right. Yeah. No, well, I think it does a really good job also of putting enough out there to make you want to read more because they put out the little, you know, hey, there's this going on, the Hawaiian shirt. Oh, wait, no, I didn't like Cosmic Odyssey. I had had mixed feelings. There were some things I... It had some good points. Sorry, I digress. I Um, digress. So, again, you didn't like Kree Squirrel Roar. Nobody did. <laughs> I'm sorry. No one on the podcast did. Oh, yeah, because that hasn't... Has that even dropped yet? No, it hasn't dropped. No, the yeah. only one that's dropped so far is the very first episode. That's what I thought. Yeah, this is the Sunday before the Friday that episode two will come out. We're recording this, and I have not edited it at all. Gotcha. Okay. Well, yeah. So that's there's a little Starman for you. Yeah. Well, we'd, uh, like to, we'd like to thank you all for listening to half of this podcast so far and encourage you to contact us on Hav and Charles Talk Comics at gmail.com. Hav and Charles Talk Comics at gmail.com. It is a fully functional email address. 
I know this because Hav and Patrick have sent me emails there. You and should try it. it too. And then uh, Charles's Twitter handle is at Herring Real Red. And then, sure, in some sort of order, just 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 put. Wait, it did in. I do it wrong? Was oh, that wrong? My Lord, yes, yeah. Oh my God, sorry. Herring Red Real. Gosh darn it. <laughs> All right, that's the last time I tried to do that. And then mine's have, have, have Gonzo tweets. Yes. And, and then the JNC talk comics. No, JC. Uh, oh, my, what is the Twitter? Oh, son JNC. Of talk JNC comics? JNC talk comics, yeah. Okay, is it? Okay. Spelled out. The and is spelled out. No yes. ampersand or anything. Yeah. They, um, wouldn't, they don't let you ampersand in a Twitter handle. Speaking of Shade being immortal. Yes. There's this comic book that you suggested we read this go round uh-huh. called The Old Guard, which they're not immortal. Which they they're not immortal, but they they sure do live more than the average bear. They do. They 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 come back to life until they don't. Yeah, you find that out. It is it is a rip roaring adventure story with Im- semi immortal warriors, almost unkillable warriors. Yeah, and I quite enjoyed this when i read it the first time full disclosure i read it the first time because they made a movie on netflix and i read about the movie gonna be made that that was coming out it was i found out when they it was about to hit netflix and i decided i needed to read the comic first because i didn't want to watch a movie and then read the comic and and they had some heavy hitters that starred in this thing the Netflix movie, yes. what, the big the big name being Charlize Theron, mm-hmm. and she was. And great. then, I always mispronounce his name. He's the dude that played the bad guy in Serenity, amongst many other great roles. Twelve Years a Slave. He was the the black dude, the black sorcerer mm-hmm. dude in Doctor Strange. Chiwetel Ejiofor. I, I'm see. I'm butchering his name. He's in it too. So, and he's a darn good actor. Yes, they he all, is. Uh, it. it uh, Netflix did a great job. Okay, I liked it. Know. I have I, not I, seen it. I enjoyed the movie. I, but let's. Tav hasn't seen it yet. I, I'm going to mention something here in a little while about the movie. So remind me. But let's talk about the comic first. The whole okay. pre, the whole premise of this is that there are some people, and they all tend to be warriors. Throughout time, and not a lot of them. There's like four or five of them at a time are almost impossible to kill. The The first one we're introduced to is also the oldest, and she's their leader, and her name is... Andy? I'm not going to try to say uh, her full name. Andromica. Okay, Andromica. Oh, I, okay. I, I think that was it. I think that was it. But she goes by Andy. So Andy is, we come to find out, 6,000 years old at this point. I mean, she's she's lasted longer than anybody because she was the first of the group ran it, met somebody else because evidently they you when one arises, i.e. dies for the first time, everyone there starts dreaming about them. And they dream about them until they meet. So they end up right. they end up getting together. So she has to, so we, we she talks about in flashbacks the people that she did with like her best friend because first it was just her and some guys and it's the war she fought in mongols all sorts of things over and over and over it reminded me a lot of i was talking about when we talked about powers how we find out later that walker has lived forever and he keeps forgetting things and he has fought i mean and there's a 
there's an arc of that where he's fighting in this war. He's a conqueror here. He's just a soldier here and just on and on and on. And that's what she's doing. And she talks about the way they died. Each one, this died doing this, this died doing that. And just eventually your body just stops saving you and, and you're yeah, dead. There's one where if, if this is in this arc, there's one where one of them falls into the ocean and just never comes back. Yes. One of that, her that's old her. Yeah, that, that was there. Yeah. And then it was another one. That was a, I think that was a female. Yes. That uh, was her best immortal. friend. That was her, her best, best friend. friend. She, that's when she met her, things got better because she had a, she had a female friend. Or semi-immortal. I don't know what we're going to well, talk yeah, about. Well, yeah, we can go with immortal. It's hard to, th- there's not really a, th- yeah. there was, there's just a point where they point out that we're not immortal. We're just yeah. not dead yet. And then the other one who I don't I didn't write down the name of, of the of the friend that drew, that falls in the ocean doesn't come back. But then there's the other one, Lycan, is how I was saying it. Yeah, that's he not, gets she's not important. The one that falls in the ocean and never okay. comes back isn't important. Well, then he he gets in some <laughs> way way back when thing. Yeah, I know gets stabbed and she 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 mentions the look of relief on his face when he realizes yes that uh, he, he ain't getting better. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's actually going to die because it it it's awful. I mean, after a while, and, and especially because all they do is kill people. So we we kind of I, I mean, all they do is fight. That they, they are a special ops team. They talk about during it that you can't stay in one place too long because after a while, the hey, you look good for your age. Wow, it's good to see you. Turns into fear and goes into something else. So they have to move on. The problem is the world has changed so much that now there's records. Now people can remember beyond their lifetime and they have to keep moving and we have technology. And that kind of is what opens with this is they get a job and Andy doesn't want to take the job because they've worked for this person before. And she says, we don't, we, we too much. We can't, they'll figure things out. And they end up going, they, he, the person that hires them talks them into it by saying it's they they this group of terrorists has kidnapped this these girls and they're holding them in one place and we have to get to them quick or they're going to sell them so she agrees to do it and when they get there it's just an empty room and then group bursts in and riddles them with automatic weapons fire and they fall to the ground. The bad guys are out of bullets. And then they get up and say, now it's our turn. And then they kill them. And that all seems wonderful until they notice at the end of it that there is a camera there. Recording everything. And uploading it to the interwebs. And it's 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 a trap. Yes. To, to out them. No, that, it's, and that's all the first issue, the first shoot, the first half of the first issue, which is yes. a great intro to this world and i just liked you know given my tendency to want to spoil stuff i just like the first page no the first page uh, you know because there's little quotes at the beginning of every issue but this one has just thing at the very beginning that just plays out what the story is about which i thought was great it says this is a fairy tale of blood and bullets it is a story of two women and three men who cannot die mostly their names are andy nikki joe booker and nile it is a story about time and age and ages and about friendship and love and regret. And it's just a great little, like, I mean, right, right there, I was like, okay, this should be cool. Let's do this thing. And then, yeah, the first issue, you get them getting videotaped and 
now they got to try to fix it. I, I screenshot that too. I loved that as well. Yeah. It, it awesome. is a it is a wonderful opening. Oh, written by uh, Greg Rucka, who has mm-hmm. a, written a lot of stuff that I'm blanking on right now. But And then the art is by a, an artist that I don't know that I've heard his name or seen his name before, Leonardo Fernandez. Really cool art. Very, very cool art. I liked the art. It worked really well for this. Yeah. So, yeah, they're set up by this ex-CIA guy, Copley, mm-hmm. who's who used to work for the company, the CIA, but who is now working for, in the screenshot I named the douchebag, <laughs> the billionaire douchebag, speaking of billionaires. Oh, yeah. That w- wants oh, yeah. the secret to immortality yeah, or he semi-immortality. Wants to, he wants to live forever. So he figures the best way to do that is to capture some of them and do some testing. That and that is a good thing. Well, Copley brought him, brought it to him because he he also I think wants the secret to immortality. Yeah, yeah. So, so there's a whole thing where two of them, not Booker, it is Nikki and Joe get get taken. Well, we're we're leaving something out. Oh, then well, yeah, we're leaving out. We're we're finding. leaving out the introduction to a new semi immortal, yeah. and the it takes place in Afghanistan. Is it Afghanistan or Iraq? Can't remember. Afghanistan. I think it's Afghanistan. I think it's Afghanistan. Okay. So a translator for the a U.S. young woman named something Freeman. Nile. Nile Freeman is killed and comes back to life. And I mean, she's just cut. Her throat is just sliced open. And she's come back to life. And it surprises the heck out of him because the medics are like, I don't know why y'all were still so worried about it. She's right over there. And her friend's like, she bled to death in my arms. Something's going on. So they have to go find her because they all dream about her. And right. Andy finds her, somehow gets her out in the de- desert and proves what's going on by killing her. Over uh-huh. and over and it's and just over it's, again. It's quicker this way. Yeah, she's like, I don't have time for this shit. Yeah. I, you need we, to figure this out. Things are going on. Things are going on. And then they go to the safe house where the other three are because they're trying to hide. And the two you mentioned have been kidnapped and Booker is dead, except he's not. I mean, his head is blown apart. Off. The top half of his head is yeah, blown it off. Is just and, and missing. I've, and I sent you that screenshot because it's, it's only a flesh wound. Yeah. <laughs> Because, yeah, it is, if that doesn't kill them, pretty much nothing will, unless, until they're ready to die. So, yeah, then, but then sure enough, Booker gets better. Not, it doesn't take too long for getting his head blown off for him to get better. He no, just starts growing back. It's true. a, it's a wicked, cool healing factor thing well, they got going on. Andy said it, the first time it takes longer, but after that, it's pretty quick. If you're going to re- regenerate it, it, it happens pretty quick. So... Now they have to go find their compatriots. Yeah, Joe and Nikki. Joe and Nikki are then, they are together, and they've they've got them in a van with a bunch of of the thugs that took them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And this is where we find out that they're a couple. Well, I think we found out before that. But they're a couple. They're a couple. And the douchebags that took them make a comment about it. And do you have a screenshot of the speech? Because it is one of the, I, it's a, it's very well done. Very well written. I thought I had saved it, but I don't think I did, which is a shame because I loved it. The first time I read it, I loved it this time and they did it in the movie and it is, 
It is amazing. Oh, uh, here it is. I did. Okay. Because he said, what is that? One of the guys says, after they hit him and he says something, he, he says, what is he, your boyfriend? And his response is, you are a child, an infant, and your mocking is thus infantile. That man is not my boyfriend. That man is more to me than you can dream in your simpering, pathetic life. The man is the stars in my sky and the sun that lights my days. The man is the moon when I am lost in darkness and warmth when I shiver in cold. I love the man beyond measure and reason. His skill, his kiss still thrills me even after a millennium since I first t- tasted him. His body to this day awakens a passion you will never know. His heart overflows with a kindness of which this world is not worthy and his very thoughts make music of the mundane. He is not my boyfriend. He is not my lover, nor is he my partner. He is all and more. He is my everything. And that was fucking brilliant. And it then was. they kiss in front of these, uh, his... Everything replies, you incur- you incurable romantic. They kiss, and then the next scene is the back door of the fucking van opening up, and they're the only two left alive, and they're still fucking bound. Yeah. I... It and was, one of them says, one of them says something like, "You'd have thought one of these guys would have had the keys on these <laughs> on these chains we are in." That's right. Because they're so bound up, they killed them with their hands tied behind their backs. Uh-huh. All of them. Well, if if so. you can't be killed, you can. You, you got time to. I mean, just brilliant. But that that right there really hit me. I was like, "That's awesome!" And they they do that scene in the movie, which is great. You you find out that the two of them didn't have to dream about each other because they were on two sides of a crusade. Right. And they kept killing each other over and over and over again. Yeah. That's the that's the most fucked up meat cute of all time. Yeah. And then they eventually figure out that uh, they dig each other. Yes. And that they can't die. Yeah. On top of everything else. Yes. So yeah, so they 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 take him to the uh, the douchebag billionaire's headquarters, and then you meet douchebag billionaire's scientist that's going to do the experiments on them, and that guy's just a little weasel. Yes, and he beat, uh, he he continuously beats one of them to death over and over and over again just to f- see how it goes and gets off on it. I mean, literally got off on it. I mean, that was creepy as hell. Yeah, there's not a lot of redeeming qualities for the the big bad billionaire yeah. douchebag in this. Well, he didn't need any redeeming qualities. No, he really didn't. I'm trying to think what else. You get the cool backstory with Andy and the guy she meets back. I want to say late oh, 1800s. Yeah, that was and it's just or, or, so sad. Early, early 1800s. I'd say it was more early 1800s. Okay. Well, shoot. Mid or uh, hold on, I'm trying to think. I'm trying. To, it's probably mid uh, late 1800s. You're Where right. They, they, You're right. they eventually settle to... down together. Yeah, they do, and she doesn't age, and he ages, and it was a beautiful little story. Everything I, there, there's so much just wonderfulness in this. Speaking of wonderfulness, there, there's also a lot of sadness because yes. Niall is realizing, coming to grips with her new, whatever. Yes. Situation. What her life and, is going to be like. And Andy and Booker are like, hey, by the way, don't call your friends. Don't call your family. And 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 here and and Andy tells her to talk to Booker about that. Yes. And eventually you find out the sad end of Booker's relationship with his family. And then also she's got a photo of her family. And Andy's tells her in no uncertain terms. 
hold on to that, cherish it. I can't even. I, I can't remember what my mom looks like, my mm-hmm. friends from way back when. In fact, I, I recreate them in my mind, but I think they're just imaginings. They're, they're, I don't, I, we didn't have, none of us had photographs. So the fact that you do cherish it, which is sweet and sad. Yeah, it, it was. Yeah, it was just, there's, it, it's, it, it was good. This is really good. Have we, so eventually the three that aren't kidnapped. Well. Get they figure something out because yeah, I was going to say they, they, I, I'm they, trying not to spoil it. Yeah, no, well, we got to spoil it. This is this isn't spoiling. This is talking about what goes on. It is pointed out because they are in a cave, and you have to understand Booker was in Napoleon's army, and he is by far the youngest by thousands of years. Well, the yeah, a thousand not years. not thousands of the other two, but I. A thousand, maybe for the for the Crusades. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, but I, I'm not thousands of years for. Yeah. But I mean, they're all thousands of years younger than Andy, because right. she is just trucking along. But he is on a computer in a cave, and he finds Copley. And when they go to capture him, Nile, it's Nile, right? Nile. Nile says to Andromica, Andy. Wi-Fi doesn't work in a case. He had no way to do that. I do. Do you not understand? And she's like, I don't understand. None of us know how to work any of this crap. He's the only one that knows how to do anything. Well, that doesn't work. So he's he betrayed us. They yeah. they realize that, but then they demand, and and it's because he wants to die. His whole point of this was that they were going to take them and they'll figure out a way to kill them, and then mm-hmm. he can die because. He had a horrible time with his family, including his son, who had cancer, who was blaming him because he would not share his immortality with him as an old man. And, and it was it was sad. Incredibly sad. And they make very clear in this that they have absolutely no clue why they have either been gifted or cursed, yes. depending on how you look at it. With this, with this uh, immortality, seeming semi-immortality, whatever, and in fact, the scientist in the time that they are getting poked and prodded and experimented on comes to the douchebag billionaire and says, "I've run every test I know to, to do. Mm-hmm. They're just really healthy guys. They're, they're people. They, they're they're yeah. nothing. Nothing is. I cannot find anything that differentiates them from anyone else." Yeah. And the and, billionaire does not like that. So, uh, and right, and then right about then, I think is maybe when the 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 three of them, the three, yeah. After discovering that he did it, they say, "Well, you have to rescue it," and they're still going to work together. So they go up into this highly protected building, and then there's just this battle through this building in in areas. Now, here's the thing: I wanted to. This is what I was going to talk about. I, I read a review of the movie and they were complaining about the Netflix movie and they were saying, well, they really, they really did this. You clearly for the Netflix, this is this great thing, but they did it on the cheap. I mean, you had all of these battles and they all took place in these hallways. They didn't go like in a movie where they go on, on everything and blah, blah. They were whining about this. Cause it's just, and I watched the movie. It's great. Cause they do this battle through the thing in these buildings. And there's a great fight in an airplane and they do these confined fights, but they're complaining about this. And I, I think about the, and it's this opposite because Netflix did a really good job. Well, that was actually Marvel did a great job with the hallway scenes in Daredevil. 
It, right. It's a good thing. The funny thing is this comic book takes place in that. This is pure. What they did in the movie is pure from the source. Why they didn't, they, 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 they don't have these great fight giant set pieces. Well, they're also not superheroes. They're regular people that can't die. So you can't have a set superhero piece because they're going to die. That's all they, they, they can take all this punishment, but they can't fly. <laughs> they don't shoot lasers yeah. out of their eyes or out of their dick. <laughs> that was sure, a callback. You, you have a weird no, obsession I, with that, well, no, my that friend. Well, that was just a callback. I know, sorry. I know. So they, they go in and, and, it, and it's great because they're, they're doing the back and forth and they're fighting their way through this building. Well, and before that, real fast, before that, when they, when they, when they get to Copley and they realize that Booker betrayed him and they make at least a semi truce with Booker because mm -hmm. he, you know, what are you going to do to him? You can't kill him. That's right. And he agrees to help him. Mm -hmm. They're, they're pinned down because there's a ton of people they're going to have to fight their way through. And so they're looking out a big glass, full glass wall window. That's way. I mean, it's a huge skyscraper in, in yeah. Dubai or something. Yes. And yeah, I think and they're in Dubai. So Andy just shoots out the window, and they jump. Gosh, well, knows she how tells her, "Yeah, we've done this. No, don't worry about it. Wait, I, I've I, done this before. I've done this before." Well, guess what? When they get hurt, it, it hurts. When they oh, yeah. when they are injured, it hurts. They jump and they're just like moaning and groaning as they're re -co coalescing on a car and on the pavement where they splattered. I just thought that was kind of interesting and fun. Or like, well, I, I liked uh, I liked the comment when she said, "I you, I can't believe you've done this before." And she, Andy goes, yeah. "I've never done this before." Yeah, you're kidding. I've there weren't built. There weren't skyscrapers. There, there, there haven't been skyscrapers that long. Yeah. What are you thinking? <laughs> oh, and then they go into the building and fight their way through all yes. the way. But it. But while yeah. they're doing that, mm. in the room with the. So that's going on and you can hear it and it, it's going crazy. And in the room with the scientist, the mm -hmm. two guys are strapped to the table and they start talking to the scientist saying, Hey, our friends are coming. You, 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 this can go hard for you. They're going to get here. You know, we can't be killed. So they're going to win this. Wouldn't it be a good idea for you to save us and let us go? So the Dumbass scientist, instead of running the fuck away, saves them. And I loved what they did because they then promptly killed him. Because, yeah. I mean, you only did that to save you. You're not that good. They had a conversation with him about that. They're like, you aren't that. You did this to save your own life. Or, so they killed him pretty quick. But so when the door opens to rescue them, they're standing there ready to go. They're like, what took you so long? <laughs> well, if we'd have known you'd have gotten out on your own, we wouldn't have come. Right. And of course... They they eventually fight their way through to the douchebag billionaire, mm -hmm. and there's not a bunch of monologuing. No, on that they just dispose of him as you should. Him. Yeah, and then the real heavy stuff at the very end happens where they got to deal with what Booker did, mm -hmm. and they really cool. I took a screenshot of that. I saw uh, and. Really, really pretty uh, art where they're sitting on the bank of a of a river, maybe Paris. I don't know where they are. Yes. So or Paris. Dubai, Paris. I think it's okay. Paris. I think it's Paris. And it just—I'm not going to quote it exactly, but just kind of like, look, Andy's talking to Booker, saying, "If I could kill you, I would have. I know. I'll see you in a hundred years. Yeah. On this day, you come that's back. Your, here that's your punishment. Years from now. And so he's exiled from the group. Mm -hmm. Which, yeah, I mean, I, I that's I, a, I that's said, a pretty harsh punishment. 
I said that's fair, but I, my question is, I guess I'm curious if they ever explore, and I know there's another volume or two, what if they cut off his head? Like, does he grow back a head? Like, did, I have these all these comic book fanboy questions. Did you see him with his head blown off? So I, the I, answer I is no. Yeah, I mean, I know. I, it's just weird. It's cool, they, but weird. They, they recover from anything until they don't. I know yeah. you want to you you want to try to chop him up into a hundred pieces and see a hundred of him you, grow back you out are, of each piece. You are a monster, Mister Gonzalez. You are a monster. I would I would probably go evil scientist. I probably would like let's let's chop off his head, leave it intact, and let's see if his body grows back a head, and if his head grows back a body, and we get two of them. Well, based on that, there's two Deadpool's running around in Deadpool world because he got ripped in half, and That's they took true. the top half. And then the other half is an evil Deadpool. There you go. They actually did an arc uh, on that. Oh, really? Yeah, they, they, they did a thing like that in a, in a Deadpool comic, I believe. Huh. Because of well, sick fucking twisted fans like you. I, I am a little weird sometimes in my thought processes. <laughs> uh, processes. A really cool ending. And again, making me want to read a little more, which I, I came to find out, at least on Hoopla, and then looking at something online... Not a bunch of old guard stuff. No, out there. No, which you know, kind of surprising. No, there's um, there's two volumes, and then there seems to be the one that I accidentally told you. Yeah, that's the one to read. Which I read a little bit of before. I was like, I think this is the wrong one. Yeah, I was I, picking up on what was going on. And yeah, enough to say, eh, let me go back and look. Yeah, I haven't read that one. I I, I read the second volume, I think, of Old Guard because I I watched this. I I read this originally, then I watched the movie, and then I think I picked up the second volume. On Hoopla, and I, not a hundred percent sure if I remember it. No, there's there's definitely some differences in the movie, and you should watch it. I will. I did. Some will. I liked, some I didn't, but I I did find it amusing that they were complaining about why they there's just all these fights in the doorway, and they could have it's just because of budget, and they don't give them the big budget, so they did this, and I'm like, that's the comic book there, buddy. They they stuck yeah. to the comic book. Which kind of shows that the critics maybe didn't read the source material. Oh, yeah. Surprise, surprise. A lot, yeah. I, I, I think that happens quite often. Yeah. How do you say Andy's name again? Say it one more time for me. I don't know. I've been saying Andromica, but Andromica, I may be that's... completely wrong because I haven't looked at it recently. I may be doing a completely wrong name. So Okay. Oh, but and then just so you know, I, I did write down her friend's name. The, the friend that you were talking about at the beginning that's uh -huh. now passed away or uh -huh. dead, the, the, the semi-mortal, was we, was we or Wei? W-E-I. Yeah. yeah. And, and as I said, she's not important at all. Okay, I get you. I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Because so yeah, she she never came back up from the water, so she's clearly dead. Because I mean, you never saw the body. You never. Oh, sorry. Right. No, I I, I got you. I'm just gonna put it out my, of my mind. I'm my, not even my, thinking my about nephew, it anymore. My nephew asking me, did they die? Did we see the body? In a, in a, when he was younger, when we were watching a movie or a TV show, are they dead? Have we seen a body? Hey, are they standing over him in a morgue? So we don't know yet. Well, when will we know? When the writers decide. Well, I think we can spoil it. I know the one that I I immediately thought of you telling me about that, about which is true, is Eternals. When uh, just to spoil that for everybody that hasn't seen it, since this is going to drop sometime in March or April of 2022, Icarus flies into the sun. Ha ha, mm -hmm. you get it. And, uh, but you don't <laughs> see him die. You don't see a body. Oh, absolutely. And and so. Uh, I'm thinking it's not the end of Icarus in the in the old MCU. Oh heavens! Is, no. is, is my takeaway, and just I know we're going to eventually, hopefully, do a, a movie centric or focused special episode. But 
I just, I think I tweeted or texted you and Caesar. I just liked that the MCU got to a Superman versus Wonder Woman fight on the big screen before DC did in Warner Brothers, because that's what happened in Eternals, which was awesome. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. So I, I enjoyed that. Now, I, I really do think I need to watch Eternals again. Okay, so that weird tangent. But no, hey, thank you for suggesting Old Guard. I thoroughly enjoyed it, again, to the point where, much like your last recommendation, She-Hulk? Was uh, it She-Hulk your last yes. one? I, I, I finished that this last go-around, because I had to find out what the blue file was. <laughs> and I'm going to read more of Old Guard as well. Excellent. I'm glad you liked it. I think lots yeah. of people would like it. it. Clearly, people liked it well enough to make a movie out of it. So, Right. But in fairness, that doesn't always because they've made some movies out of shit that I'm like, what the you what out of ser- out of all the what? things to pick from? <laughs> Why? What is wrong with you people? And somehow Detective Chimp can't get on the big screen I, or small I'm screen. I'm telling you, it's just what the heck? It's just it's just unfair. It is. Oh, it and is spe- unfair. speaking of She-Hulk and my weird fandom of anything primate uh-huh. in comic books, I want to see more of Angie in her in her in her. And her weird monkey. Capuchin monkey. Yeah. 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 I want a solo on that. I, I really I really liked in the second arc of that She Hulk the whole Captain America part. Cause oh, God, that was it, great. it really teased and remember in in the first arc we teased they teased it because you mentioned that I didn't know that they'd never faced each other in court yeah. or worked on a case together and then bang. I'm mean, like, come on, that is clearly foreshadowing. I know. So, it was awesome. No, I, that, I I really liked that. That was a fun finish to the arc. So hey, go before ahead. we we before we leave Old Guard, just I did okay. jot down a couple of things because talking about these guys and girls, the men and women, the are are heroes, if you will, being immortal, yes. semi immortal. It made me think of all sorts of other stuff where that's a a big the thing in it. We talked about Man of Earth just the other day, that Netflix movie I watched where the guy doesn't age and he's goes back to the, the you know prehistory and is leaving his friends as a professor. I, I still think that's a cool movie. Or Last Man on Earth, I think is what it's called. Something like that. Either Man of Earth or Last Man on Earth is that movie. There's also a Thor panel that somebody tweeted out the other day where Thor, and it's a pretty recent comic book, I feel like, and I have no idea, and I asked, and I don't think they ever told me what issue it was in, where Thor's talking to Cap, I think, about one of their early interactions and mm-hmm. Thor's telling him in no uncertain terms, something like you got to realize years for me are like seconds. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember stuff from, you know, which what's important oh, to yeah. y'all and sticks out. I may not remember, which was interesting. Yeah. You mentioned Christian powers from uh-huh. powers, not remembering stuff, which also just made me think Chris, of, Christian just, Walker powers is sorry. not his last name. Ah, that's funny. Sorry. Christian Walker in powers. <laughs> Which also made me just think about, hey, man, just getting a little older, uh, us being in our firmly in our mid to late 40s. Look, there's stuff that I swear I used to be able to remember beat for beat. Yeah. Or, or you know, what did my, you know, my, my aunt and uncle in Mexico look like when I used to visit them mm-hmm. as a kid? And sometimes that's not, ex- that's kind of more hazy and hazy. It's just, there's, inter- th- that was an interesting thing to start thinking about. Just stuff when you get older, much less when you're thousands of years old. You're not going to remember stuff exactly. from when you were a kiddo. Yeah, I sometimes um, I have some memories that are only still with me because I remember remembering them. If that right. makes sense, that yeah. there's some like from from like when I was really little. I have a couple of memories that what I really remember is remembering them at a later date. 
And yeah, so the only other oh the only other thing that this also made me think of there was a Epics Comics in the mid to late eighties, which was a, a label for Marvel, which is where creator owned stuff could go and more mature content could go. It was they did a thing called the Shadowlands Saga, which was Marvel's first kind of foray into a own little universe. This predates New Universe. Also very adult oriented. And there was a grace of immortals in that that only started aging when they had offspring. Oh. Which was an interesting take. And there were a few titles. I and also remember it because Bill Sinkevich, a great comic book artist that does beautiful painted and mixed media art in comics. He did the covers for them and those titles, just so in case anybody's interested in looking this stuff up, was Powerline, Saint George, and yes, that's Saint George, and Doctor Zero, the Shadowline Saga, Epics Epic Comics, which the the immortality thing made me think of that. And then the last one is Highlander. There can only be one. Uh <laughs> it, it which made me think See, of that's that. why so, you wanted to chop off their heads. Maybe that's where I got that from. Let's let's uh if if we chop off their head, will I get their powers? Highlander. There can be only one. Okay. Yeah, that's I just wanted to mention those uh Oh oh one more. Death Becomes Her. The Death movie with her. Goldie Hawn oh, and Meryl Streep and Bruce Willis. Another where they take the elixir and yeah, made me think of that movie too. Welcome to the special, very special segment brought to you by the public library of Hav Lists Things. Hav Lists Things. It made me think of those stuff. Li- no, I know. I'm just. <laughs> it made me. I just wanted to mention it since that's where my brain went. That's all right. Uh, but yeah, very to, to bring it back. Very cool comic book. I'm glad I, we read it. I, I'm glad you liked it. I liked it as well. So let's do something that's very important on this podcast, mm-hmm. and let's discuss what we're going to read next. Yeah, I think it's about the time in the old podcast. Before we do that. I just want to mention, I don't think you did the episodes issue thing, this this uh, podcast, which I'm, I'm, I just want to say, me and Chicken are very proud of you. <laughs> okay. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Do you want me to go first? Because I've, I've sure. put some thought into this darn thing. Oh, okay. I went round and round, and... I, right not, round, it's baby, kind of, it, right round, like a record player, right round, round, round. Okay, go ahead. Come on. Okay, please tell me that's going to be the cold open. <laughs> I doubt that. Um, so the reason I'm suggesting this is because of the sad news that we talked about, I think, in a previous podcast, which is all over comic book Twitter. George Perez, famous comic book creator, mm-hmm. unfortunately stricken with, it's my understanding, inoperable pancreatic cancer. He's still with us and it's going to be for a little while longer. But because of that, maybe start thinking about stuff that he's done. And then I selfishly, something I read an issue or two back when it came out just because it was part of, a, of a, a thing that was going on in the DC universe. He was the big, one of the big creators on the relaunch of Wonder Woman uh-huh. in, the, in the late 80s after Crisis on Infinite Earths. So, and that's on Hoopla. The, the Wonder Woman essentially relaunched. I think it's like 15 or 16 issues, but there's a six issue arc that does it. Okay. And that's part of that. That that's gonna be my suggestion. Okay. And I think he I Wonder think also Woman. Exactly. Oh, I loved the Wonder Woman Linda Carter TV show when I was a kid. I wanna say, and I, I didn't do a huge deep dive on it yet. I wanna say he either co wrote it or co plotted it as along with doing the art in it. So Wonder Woman, it's on Hoopla. I will shoot you a screenshot just in okay. case there's any confusion. But yeah. Excellent. 
That's that's cool. You put a lot of thought in that. I put almost no thought <laughs> into what I'm going to suggest. I, I was I legitimately I was scrounging around today and I and I did I was like I know what I want to read and I went searching for it on Hoopla and it's not there so I found something else while I was doing that well then I went to Marvel Unlimited to look at some stuff and I, we we could have done it because you can access that but I decided instead to do something else so what I was thinking about doing is I'm, I was thinking Ultimate Spider Man except not the Peter Parker Ultimate Spider Man I wanted you to read maybe the origin of Miles Morales. And that's not on Hoopla, which irritates me. We could we, we could read Ultimate Spider-Man, the, the first arc of that, which would be great, and we may do that at some point. But I've decided to go a different way, because what is on Hoopla is Spider-Men, which is the crossover with 616 Peter Parker into the Ultimate Universe with Miles Morales. It was written by Brian Michael Bendis, and it is quite excellent. And cool. we can we can read that, and then we can do a little discussion about some of the stuff that is that came up in the Spider-Verse movie because there's nice. definitely there's definitely some stuff in there about stuff that's the thing and the thing that is the stuff. So it, it was definitely I, I think you'll enjoy it. I'll, I'll shoot that to you. But it, it's literally called Spider hyphen men. It's on Hoopla, you say. And it's on Hoopla. Yeah, there's there's like three different things. But there's another one. There's Spider-Man 2. And there's a so there's three because there's Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2. And then there's a Spider-Man that has all of them put together. But we just just do the first Spider-Man because that gets into a whole the Spider-Man 2 is an arc they did after Miles Morales, as you know, ends up into the, in the 616 after Secret Wars. Well, what they called Secret Wars 2, which was technically Secret Wars 3, because, well, I mean, it was. Yeah, yeah you're right. It was. I, I don't, I'm not even being nerd pedantic. There, there was a Secret Wars 2 not that long after Secret Wars. So. Right. Right. Call in the 80s. You're talking about the 80s? I'm talking about the 80s. Yeah, there yeah, were two yeah. secret wars in the 80s, so you can't. Yeah. Well, uh, and I think it's cool that you're doing more Spider-Man stuff. I've been, you know what? I haven't thought about it. I need, as opposed to your, I'm going to, yeah, he's, he's my favorite. Your favorite super, you know, there's there's not a bunch of solo Cyclops stuff out there. No, to, there's to really read. not. There's really and not. And so I. I'm going to put some thought into maybe an arc that's more uh, from Uncanny or X-Factor. Okay. That's that's more Scott Summers Cyclops centric, which a lot of them are, I know. But yeah, we'll see. That may be okay. something to th- I'll think about that. But I, no, I have, cool. I'm, I've I'm, legit- I'm I've legitimately considered re- suggesting some stuff with him in it that is mildly centric from the more modern times where I actually like him. I've had a lot of fun teasing you and Caesar about that. But it, there's some good stuff with Cyclops. Not in oh, the yeah. era that you were at Red, but now. Well, with any comic book character like that with such long torrid history, yes, that he has, where he's done he he's done some stuff. I have not suggested we read any Spider-Man from the eighties. That's that because that's my thing. Eighties is hey, stay stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> if there's going to be a suggestion of some Spider-Man from the eighties, I actually there is an arc when I was picking up stuff. Ron Friends and Tom DeFalco artist and writer there was a cool run back then that i thoroughly enjoyed that i know i have in a long box or short box somewhere that i remember fondly and that is one that i'm wondering whether or not it holds up and maybe we so we got some stuff we got we got ideas for future stuff well you do i do i I, I do sorry i'm off the cuffing well sometimes i i 
this time I just didn't plan ahead. I don't know why. We had a whole week. <laughs> but yeah, cool. I'm excited about Spider-Man. And I'm excited because, I, like I said, I think I read like one or two issues of this. And it might have been after the intro arc that I read some of this Wonder Woman run by George Perez and whoever else helped him out on it, which I don't know. So there's that. Hey, anything else for this uh, go around? No, I, I think I think you did an admirable, admirable job. I'm proud of you. You got through another podcast. Yay! <laughs> hey, Charles, thanks for uh, doing the podcast with me. Thank, thank, thank you for doing it with me. So, and, and uh, yes, thank you to everyone listening at home. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Yay! Bye. Bye. <laughs>